0: Hi, Patrick Stack here from ABC Sport Daily. Tom Brady is one of the few athletes thrown into the stupid but fun goat debates. He's also a featured athlete on this episode because his story right now is nuts. What do I mean? Have a listen to the conversation to find out. And if you enjoy it, follow ABC Sport Daily on the Listen app. This is an ABC podcast. And I'm 45 years old
1: and I'm still very happy to be passing footballs and not gallstones. So... We'll leave it at that.
0: (laughs) That's Tom Brady, Tampa Bay quarterback, American football great, speaking on the eve of a 23rd NFL season. He sounds in good spirits, but it's been a wild off-season. He actually retired, then unretired. He also signed the biggest TV commentator deal in the history of sports, despite still playing... He was implicated in a controversy with another team where he'd been discussing the prospect of becoming a player-slash-owner. Now, on the cusp of the season, he went MIA for 11 days. There's been a lot happening. Today we ask, what's going on with the NFL's most storied player? I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Jenna Lane is the ESPN reporter covering Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jenna, in February this year, Tom Brady announced he'd retire.
1: He has posted it on Instagram. Dan, go ahead and read it. I don't have it in front of me. I've done a lot of reflecting the past week and have asked myself difficult
0: questions and I'm so proud of what we have achieved. My teammates, coaches, fellow competitors and fans deserve 100% of me. But right now, it's best I leave the field of play to the next generation of dedicated and committed athletes. To my Bucks teammates the past two years, I love you guys, and I've loved going to battle with you. You have dug so deep to challenge yourself, and it inspired me to wake up every day and give you my best. Why did he call it quits, and what was the reaction from NFL circles?
2: Well, you know, I think anytime you do something for as long as Brady has, which at that point had been 22 years, you know, there's a lot of things that come calling, not just professionally, but you suddenly have things personally that happen. I know Tom loves to play football, but when you're 25 years old, your priorities are a little bit different.
1: Over time, other priorities develop because, you know, you change and evolve through life and you grow in different ways. So, you know, you take on these different responsibilities of family and and commitment and so forth and you know you you commit time and energy to those
2: things football is still everything to him but it's not the only thing he's got three children in two different states he's married he's got some professional ventures outside of football. You know, he's got company autograph that he has partnered with Fanatics and, you know, they do NFTs and they do fan experiences. He's also got a production company that he is pouring more of his energy into. He has a clothing line, the Brady brand. So he's got a lot of professional ventures that he's doing. He's he's gonna be getting into broadcasting whenever his career is ultimately up. You know, he's, he's got a lot on his plate that doesn't have to do with football. And certainly, if you follow Tom, you know how much time and energy he puts into preparing for games. And that does take a huge portion of his life, and including a huge chunk of his personal life. So I think for him, he just wanted to be able to spend more time with his family. But what he realized was that, you know, his heart's still in this. He still has a great passion for it.
1: Well, I just felt like I had a little left. And I want to give it a shot. And I owed it to my teammates and uh, our great coaches and our whole organization. We built something pretty special here in Tampa the last few years. You know, the competitive fire still burns.
2: And he's still doing it at a really high level. I mean, many argued that last year he had an MVP season, and he did so at the age of 44. It'd be one thing if he wasn't playing well, and then it'd be a little bit easier to walk away. Or maybe his body was failing him. But... You know, he had knee surgery two off-seasons ago, and and he's just been spectacular. His play hasn't declined. In fact, you know, general manager Jason Light and his quarterbacks coach Clyde Christensen have both told me on different occasions they think this is the best he's ever looked.
0: It's quite astonishing to consider that. I mean, as you sort of touched on, he didn't sort of stay retired for long, I think 40 days in total. We understand the reasoning for his return, that he felt his place was back on the field. But some read this chapter as Brady trying to force his way out of Tampa. Others read it as him trying to sort of change the overall situation at the team. As someone who's as close as you are to it, how did you see it?
2: Well, it's interesting, of course, because not only did he return, but then Bruce Arians retired. And a lot of people read that as him pushing Bruce out. But the way Bruce has explained it is that he had been considering retiring and felt like, well, if Tom's going to retire, I can't retire. He felt like he needed to, to stick around if they were going to have to kind of do a rebuild and, and bring along, develop a new quarterback.
1: You know, it was, it was about building this next team. And every year is different. A, a lot of it changed when Tommy decided he was coming back. And uh, so then it was, hey, it's time. It's time to pass this torch.
2: How much of that you want to believe? I mean, I'm I'm going to take Bruce at his word, but I also do know that there was some f- reported friction with Tom Brady. Do I also expect every quarterback to have a perfectly harmonious relationship with his head coach? No, it's not a head coach's job to be your best friend. But that just feels like so long ago now that, that Bowles has, has been here and, and got right to work very quickly and we're on the eve of a brand new season. In
0: Australia, Jenna, people know of Tom Brady's incredible success with the New England Patriots and the remarkable late chapter with Tampa. But what was revealed this offseason around his relationship with the Miami Dolphins?
2: Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, an NFL investigation, which started with Brian Flores, the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, filing a lawsuit against the Dolphins for a number of different things. And one of the things as it pertains to Brady was that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross had tampered. And an NFL investigation revealed that yes, the Dolphins did tamper. They spoke to Brady more than once. And this was about potentially joining their organization in a front office type of a role. But the NFL found that they they cleared Brady of of wrongdoing. Brady never denied that he spoke to the Dolphins, and we talked to him in June on that subject.
1: Again, I had a lot of conversations with a lot of people, as I've had for the last three or four years in my career, about you know different opportunities when I'm done playing with football. So you know I kind of made a decision of what I'd like to do. I'll be I'll get to be in the game of football, and I think for me the most important thing is where I'm at now and you know, what I hope to do for this team.
2: The really interesting thing is that it happened in season. It happened while the Bucks were were fighting for a playoff berth and fighting for top seeding.
0: Am I right in saying that he essentially wanted to become a player slash owner with Miami?
2: That part is a little bit, tricky because he would not have been able to play just as a player for Miami because the Bucks held on to his rights. He's under contract for one more season. So if the Dolphins were trying to bring Brady aboard as a player, they would have had to have... Paid a king's ransom to the Bucs for Brady's rights. And the Bucks were not gonna do that if that was the case. They they were not gonna make it easy on any team to acquire Tom Brady. Tom Brady was under contract with them for another year. And because of that, I, I don't know how seriously Tom actually entertained playing for the Dolphins.
0: Fair to say, though, over the course of this offseason, there has been a lot going on. He's retired, he's unretired. He's got an ongoing contract now with Fox that is incredibly lucrative. There's discussions with Miami. So when he goes missing for 11 days on the edge of the season, that's also significant. This is a guy who is dedicated on an obsessive level. And given his recent history that we've just sort of outlined... What should we read into the fact that he went missing for 11 days from a training camp right on the cusp of this next NFL season?
2: Yeah, it's really unprecedented in the NFL for any player to take an 11-day break, a player that wasn't injured, that didn't have a major life tragedy. But this was something that Todd Bowles, the head coach, he approved. He discussed it with Brady in advance, and they agreed that this was something they 'd allow him to do. It was cleared by general manager jason light and, and I mentioned i said this is unprecedented and and light says well he 's an unprecedented quarterback." Based on my conversations with everyone that I've talked to, there was never concern about whether or not he was going to return, and he came back when he said he was going to. From my understanding, this was really about giving him kind of the work-life balance that he needs.
1: It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really unique challenges to our life, and I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on, so, you know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can.
0: overall, you've painted a really interesting picture of a very volatile offseason. Given that volatility, do you think that we see Brady rise again once more to contend for an NFL championship?
2: It's going to be hard this year. I mean, right out the gate, they have one of the hardest opening stretches of games that I've seen. It's going to be a really difficult season, but tom the way his brain works well i think the rest of us if we were players would probably be shuddering because oh my gosh like that's just a gauntlet of really good teams but in his mind he wants his crack at all of them so he's he's chomping at the bit and this is someone that loves competition and he loves rising to it so this may be one of the most difficult schedules he'd faced in a really long time but but the type of guy he is is he loves to rise to the occasion of that
0: it's one of the most interesting stories in sports. You've got a front row seat. Thanks for sharing your view. Thank you. Headlines. American Francis Tiafoe is coming of age at the US Open. The 22nd seed is into the semi-finals. He backed up his victory over Rafa Nadal by beating Andre Rublev in straight sets. In the women's, world number 1 Iga Swiatek is the prohibitive favorite in the final four, but We've seen plenty of upsets in New York already in 2022. Some big names carrying big injuries are expected to play in the AFL finals this weekend. Collingwood coach Craig McRae says Jordan degoey shoulder, and Darcy Moore, knee, will play against the Fremantle Dockers. Meanwhile, Demons midfielder Christian Petrarca is set to overcome a hairline fracture to take on Brisbane. That is tough stuff. Aussie pole vaulter Nina Kennedy is capped an incredible year by winning the Diamond League meet in Zurich.
2: Third attempt at 4.81.
0: Oh, she's done it! Nina Kennedy, the Commonwealth champion, turns to the crowd and say, there you go. What about that then? The 25-year-old adds that victory to her Comm Games gold and World Champs bronze. A fair season... And it means she automatically qualifies for next year's World Championships in Budapest. And rugby league boss Peter Landis has defended the decision to allow Penrith winger Taylan May to play in the NRL finals despite being found guilty of assault. And Aaron Finch's struggles have continued. A second ball duck in the second ODI with New Zealand in Cairns. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily produced by nervous Fremantle Dockers fan Poppy Penny. A reminder, if you want my weekly wrap of everything that's happening in sport, subscribe to our newsletter by clicking on the link in the show notes. Thanks to ESPN, the Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray podcast and the Wanda Diamond League for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.